but we think video is really important too. So we're starting to move down the path to where an individual broker will be able to put video in all the different content modules for lots of different scenarios. It's just another way to create human connection because as you know, every loan officer describes and communicates home finance differently. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Today on the show, I have Ernie Graham. Ernie is the founder of HomeBot.ai. It's a unique app that allows loan officers and realtors to help their clients use their equity to help fund their retirement. Apparently, 80% of Americans rely on their home equity for the retirement. And HomeBot is a client portal that creates a personal, live, engaging report on a monthly basis that allows homeowners to keep tabs on that. The cool part is, is that their email open rates are over 75%, which is insane. So Ernie shares in this episode how he came up with the idea for HomeBot and how loan officers and mortgage brokers are using this app to grow their businesses. And one of the cool things that I learned from Ernie was that HomeBot does modeling, models how any homeowner in America, what kind of money they could make if they decided to Airbnb a portion of their home. So a way to kind of use their home to make money. I think it's super clever. The entire business is built on the idea of helping homeowners build wealth and save money for retirement, which I, I absolutely love. So this episode is sponsored by Finmo. Finmo is Canada's fastest growing mortgage origination platform. That's according to Philogix. A couple quick things about Finmo. First, the app is designed with the borrower in mind, this means the application is super easy to use and reduces friction in the mortgage process. Second, they make document collection super simple. They even have smart documents, which means when the client fills out the application, it'll intelligently know which documents are going to need and request them. This saves you a pile of time. And then finally, they realize that mortgage brokers run their businesses differently. Everyone runs them a little differently. And Finmo is built to integrate with Zapier, which means Finmo can literally digitally connect with any of your favorite tools and apps. Check out Finmo. Receive a 30-day free trial of Finmo Pro. They got fantastic customer support. Finmo is the skip the dishes of mortgages. And check out this episode with Ernie. Today, I have Ernie Graham, the CEO and founder of HomeBot.ai. It's a platform designed to engage with your past clients, keep you top of mind. It's super cool. I had them check it out. I'm excited to talk to Ernie about that platform and how loan officers and realtors are using it for their databases. How's it going, Ernie? Great, Scott. How are you doing? Fantastic. So before we get into your tech and what it does and how it serves people, I always like to know where this idea came from because I love tech. I'm always like interested in how these things work. What is HomeBot.ai and where did the idea come from? HomeBot is a financial dashboard for the homeowner and uh, helps them save money and build wealth with their home and helps them see their home as an asset and uh, basically build it like a retirement plan. It actually is a retirement plan. So the way it works for lenders is they basically subscribe to it and they give away HomeBots to all of their past clients, all their prospects. It creates engagement. So that's refis and purchase loans for them. Right. I had one of your guys, your team demo the product for me and it's pretty slick. But where did the idea come from? It's an interesting story. I'm a tech guy. Uh, I took a year off long time ago just to take some time off of tech. And I ended up tripping into the real estate industry. And I had a 10-year real estate career as a managing broker, as a top producer, as an MLS director. I built up a brokerage in Telluride, Colorado. And ultimately, I sold that brokerage and decided to come back to tech, sort of reincarnated as a real estate tech guy. And then back in 2011, my very first sort of adventure was acquired by Realtor.com which was technology that connected agents to consumers. And 
to sort of lay in the plane on this, the time that we spent at Realtor.com, I ended up running their research and development group. And so really became sort of versed in the dark art of lead gen and engaging the consumer online. And after about three and a half years of that, me and my co-founder of HomeBot, Ira McMahon, we started scratching our head and we said, we're like, surely with all this data, with all this content, with all this science and engineering, we could create content for homeowners, for consumers that had intrinsic value. It wasn't just something that you know, you tricked somebody into clicking on something or you, you trick somebody into engaging with you with search content. It's not just a recipe for, you know, like people send out, hey, here's a recipe for my favorite muffin recipe. It's like, you know, or turn your clocks back, that kind of information. You're actually stuff that they actually are going to care about. No doubt. I will say this. It's like we knew that we could build this thing that had intrinsic value and help the homeowners see their home as an asset and build wealth. What we didn't know is would they really care? You know, Zillow has done such a great job playing on the vanity of people that want to feel rich. And our sort of core hypothesis was we think people want to be rich just as much as they want to feel rich. Vanity is is a very powerful thing. That was the impetus for this is that we knew we could build it, but would anybody really care? And it turns out they do. Right. Okay. So, so you basically, and from my understanding, because you can get data on the property values, what data are you able to pull into to create these? And they look beautiful in terms of, you know, if you go check out your guys' platform, but the, the way that you guys deliver them via email, right? So by email, is that how you deliver these to your to the clients? Not really. So what it, what it does is, first of all, HomeBot is a client portal for every single one of your past borrowers, every single one of your current prospects. It's a mobile website. It's a, like I said, it's a client portal and it's live and it's real time and it's private and it's personalized to every single one. So you'll hear me sort of use the expression, release the home bots or give every one of your clients their own home bot. That's really what I'm saying is, is that they have their own client portal. Okay. Now with that said, Every single month, our system will send out an email that's branded to the broker that basically pings all of their clients and says, your home bot's been updated. You have a new home value or have you checked it out recently? So really, the email is really just the heartbeat that says, hey, click on this button and it pulls them into their portal to check it out. Right. Okay. That's right. So the email just points them into the portal. Okay. So then back to the question on data points. So what kind of data points do you guys collect? that you have found that people are finding intrinsically valuable? Sure. There's some basic data that we pull in, and then there's the data that we create. And so if I were to sort of translate that into what's the content that people are really interested in, I would break it into two different groups. The first piece is, we hear homeowners call it sort of the bank statement for their home. And it sounds really simple, but it's really powerful. We track the home value, we track the loans so that we can track the equity. And really, we're trying to create this focus on the equity piece. People retire on home equity in America. They're not retiring on 401ks and savings. 80% of their retirement plans is home equity. So instead of sort of fixating on the top line home value, we want to show them how their equity is moving over time. So that's sort of the first piece. Simple, but really powerful to help sort of center them in on their equity. And then the second thing that we're doing is based on their loan to value, based on that equity, we're showing them all of the optionality that they can do with that equity. So for instance, number one, they could maybe pull equity out and reinvest that in an investment property. 
they could sell their home and upgrade to a larger home. So all the ways that they could use that purchasing power with real estate. And then there's the uses of equity, which, you know, as a lending industry, we talk about this all the time in terms of using that equity to lower your overall interest expense on higher interest credit cards or funding 529 plans and that sort of thing. But beyond sort of the use of equity or the uses of equity, we do really interesting things like help the homeowner understand when they can stop paying mortgage insurance because we're tracking loan to value. Right. Or the power of principal payments. Since we know all of their loans, we can project a very personalized projection of, hey, if you pay this much, you'll save this much. And even things like rental, you know, the uh, Airbnb is a big deal. The ability to sort of unlock the value of your home by renting it out when you're not staying in it. And so we will model for every address in America how much that home can make on Airbnb. And there's a lot of other stuff, but like I said, I always break it up into sort of two pieces. The first part of tracking your equity. And then the second part is all of the possibilities and personalized intelligence to really help you build wealth, save money. Right. This is very cool. So customer comes into homebot.ai and they put their customers in. How do you guys get that initial data to build this? Are you connected to the originating platforms? Are they having to put it in themselves? So it works both ways. As a broker for all your past clients, what we would do is we would ingest all of your loan origination system data, not necessarily all the fields, but all the records. We'll take up to 70 fields so that you know we want to use that as the source of truth. Um, but it works with just like five or six fields, first name, last name, street address, zip, and email. We don't ingest things like social security numbers or FICO score. But we do treat all of that data like non-public information. So the point is, is that when we're ingesting that into a broker's account, it's not our data, it's their data in their account. So if they are ever to cancel the service, we flush that data out. So the first piece of this is to sort of use their LOS data as a source of truth. But as soon as that data comes in, we scrub that against public record data. And this is a really interesting thing because what we're trying to do really is create a big red easy button for the broker. Right. So it's like, hey, just ingest your data. We'll scrub that. And what I mean by that is if you've had a borrower record that's three or four years old, well, there's over a 50% chance that they're not your client anymore. Right. They've refied. They're, they're not yours anymore. And so HomeBot checking public record and saying, oh, wait a minute, your LOS wasn't the source of truth. It was the public record data that tells us that uh, they use somebody else, they have a different loan. We don't like broadcast that to your past client, but we do use those data points so that it just feels- So it's more accurate. Yeah, magically accurate right out of the chute. Right, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, what about somebody has multiple properties? So then they just get each property is in its own portal. What happens in that situation if somebody has, I'm curious how that works. That's a softball question now. It used to be a hard question. We got that all that went for years. We've gotten that question. And up until about three or four months ago, everybody got different home bots. But now we have that feature. So if you give one of your clients home bot for one home that you know about, they have the ability of adding all of their homes. So this is particularly useful now for brokers who have clients who are entrepreneurial and have multiple properties. And it's also a great way for the broker to learn about all those properties as well for them to add it. So multi-property owners love it. It's one dashboard with all of their properties. Like there's a tab for every single one of their properties. 
Right. Okay. I'm interested in what the email open rate is on average for people that are getting these reports because it's so personalized. It's like, it's, it's me, it's my property. It's kind of like my kid's report card. I don't care about the other kid's report card, but I care about my kids. And so this is my property, my equity. What are you typically seeing for open rates on this type of thing? So I'm going to separate the stats on this. So that email, that heartbeat email that goes out once a month to just get people to you know, to open the email that has over a 70% open rate. Oh, wow. And that's a ridiculously high number, but it connects right back to what you just said. It's personal and people right. open personal. Even the subject line says homebot for, and then your address. Right. I think the more important statistic is what we call the engagement rate. So without sort of, you know, getting to the gobbledygook of statistics for every hundred clients, that a lender has on HomeBot, you can expect 50 of them to be in their HomeBot every single month. So getting away from sort of open rates and click-through rates and all that stuff that can sometimes obfuscate the reality of, well, how many of my clients are looking at this thing every month? HomeBot is consistently right in there at 50% per month for your entire database. Right. That's huge because now your brand It's not just your brand that's in front of people, it's value. And there's a halo effect that happens when you put value around your brand with a cadence of every single month. Well, not to get political, but you can barely get 50% of people to vote on a leader for the country. So like, you know, that's pretty good if you're at 50%. It really is huge. And And I'll tell you, it underpins really the core thesis of our business model, which is we want to support a human business. We want to support relationships and belly-to-belly engagement. And when it comes to brokers or even real estate agents, we feel like that if we can get you belly-to-belly, if we can get you face-to-face, if we can get you on the phone, voice-to-voice, then good things will happen. But the problem is, you know, Scott, everybody is on these things. They got Mm -hmm. their heads down. Everybody's distracted. Everybody's overworked attention deficit at the highest. You just can't get in front of your clients anymore because everybody is trying to engage them all the time. What we're doing, going back to our product, is has intrinsic value that's personalized to them, and it really sets up the context for the broker to do what they're best at, which is be a trusted advisor and help them navigate the possibilities. Right. It's my kid's report card, so I care. It's not you know just generic stats on education in my state. I don't care about that. That's right. I'm interested in this. So can I tell if I'm a loan officer that's using this platform or mortgage person, can I tell who's been interacting with their app? How does that work? What sort of analytics do I get to see as a user? Well, before I answer it, let me set this up. We've always sort of pitched the product as set it, forget it. You heard me say big red, easy button, big red, easy button for the consumer, big red, easy button for the broker. Just load your clients in and answer your phone. And it works great like that. But we have had a lot of success with top producers across the industry. And the common refrain from these top producers was, hey, Ernie, we get it. We love that it makes the phone ring, but we didn't get to be top producers sitting around waiting for the phone to ring. And what you just asked as it relates to how can you be proactive, how can you see what your clients are doing? This is really something that I'm so excited about. And it's been driven primarily by top producers. We create sort of a NASDAQ ticker, if you will, of all of the engagement for every single client and pretty much everything that they're doing on the platform. Right. And it's really kind of a simple, practical way that brokers are using this thing is that if you have an hour to prospect, 
you just sit down, you pull this ticker up, and you look at the last six or seven people. Because when you have a 50% monthly engagement rate, if you've got 500 contacts in there, 500, 50%, 250, 250, every single day that you go into that thing, there's going to be people that were in it in the last 24 hours. They're, all they're doing is they're just peeling them off and saying, oh, okay, I'm going to call these six people. Right. Or email or text. And we've even integrated video, bomb bomb video in with HomeBot. So based on that little sort of little ticker, you can just one click, shoot a video like your Tony Romo on Monday Night Football doing the color you know, commentary yeah. with the HomeBot scrolling on the screen and shoot your client a video. And like I said, it doesn't sound that sophisticated. But if you really look through this, what the brokers are doing is they're saying, look, I value engagement. If people are looking at HomeBot, that's an easy phone call to make. Say, hey, I was just checking out your HomeBot, thought I'd give you a buzz and see what's going on. Yeah, I know. That's really cool. And you guys have Zapier integration. Is that something that you've thought about? Yes, we think about it a lot. We have a public API and we're actually integrating to Zapier right now. I don't know how you say it. Tomato, tomato. You know, I don't know, man. I'm in Canada. This is how we say it. This is Zapier, <laughs> man. It's French. Well, it's funny, though, because every time someone says Zapier, I said, but wait a minute. When you go into it, you create zaps, not zapes. So Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that'll be released next month, for sure. We've had a huge, huge demand for the Zapier, Zapier integration, and we will have that out next month. Right. Yeah, that, I could see that making a lot of sense. I take my initial client database. I put it into homebot.ai. Next month, I close 10 loans. How do I get those 10 loans into Homebot? It's sort of a tale of two worlds. In one scenario, we have brokers that are simply exporting from their LOS into a CSV file, emailing it to a Homebot customer service rep, and Homebot is ingesting it. And that's frictional. And that's why we're doing Zapier. And that's why we have APIs. But there's a lot of manual nature out there right now that basically they're just sending us CSVs once a month. We're not asking them to do the import. We're saying, just send us the CSV. Right. With Zapier, of course, that'll take that use case off the table for a lot of just sort of individual practitioners. But then the larger the shop is, the more technical proficiency, we do have a public API that the shop can automatically push those things into our API, which goes into their account automatically. But the thing about it is with APIs and the you know big platform integrations is that that doesn't necessarily help the little guy or the individual practitioner. Mm -hmm. And that's why, again, the Zapier is such an important development for us to let the individual practitioner on an automated basis ingest their data. Right, because then that's the, the easy, somebody's even hitting the easy button for me. Go back to your metaphor of the easy button. It's like, I don't even have to hit it. Every month, somebody's going bang, bang, hitting the thing so that, you start people in the process, right? The whack of bat. Uh, no. Yeah, that, that little, remember the little bird thing that goes like, it does the little tip, it hits its nose and in, in the forever. Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, so what about any other use cases? So who else other than loan officers, mortgage brokers are adopting this platform? Our primary focus are lenders. However, the elephant in the room, of course, are real estate agents because, you know, they represent about... I was like lobbing this over the plate. I'm like, I wonder what he's going to say. So I toss it over out to you. I'm like, who else could use this? And remember too, my background is real estate. So I've always had bias, you know, for the real estate agent from a technology world perspective. And a lot of my friends from the real estate industry is like, well, hey, why are you spending all your time in the lending world now? It's because they need me. Right. And our product is respected and appreciated. But the lender, as you know, 70% of their purchase business is referral from real estate agents. And when we first rolled this out about three years ago, 
we had a lot of lenders that were basically going to the real estate agent and saying, hey, I'm using this HomeBot thing. This is why you should do more business with me. Mm -hmm. And it worked a little bit, but then the agent wised up and said, well, that's cool, but I want to put all of my clients in that thing as well. So we created a version of HomeBot that an agent can partner with a lender on. And the way it works is really simple. The real estate agent has their own HomeBot account. They load up their database into their HomeBot account, and it's co-branded, co-sponsored by a lender so that all the calls to action that their clients see that involve home finance, whether it's principal payments or refis or prequals or any you know purchase loans, all those calls to action are branded to that lender, and it goes to that lender. So the lender is really positioned as a helper in the context of HomeBot that when the agents use it. And I always am really careful to say this, knowing sort of the limbic system of real estate agents, know the lender does not have direct access to all of their database. However, to the extent that that database, one at a time, two at a time, three at a time, starts to engage, every time they engage with this content, that co-sponsoring lender, of course, gets the first name, last name, and the contact information. And the agent is okay with that. Agents typically aren't okay with just sort of carte blanche, take my whole database. To the extent that that lender is now helping their clients one at a time based on the consumer's outreach, the consumer's engagement, they're okay with that. And they're also okay, of course, with the lender getting that contact information for each one of those clients of theirs that engage. Basically stuck their hand up. They said, hey, this is something I'm interested in because they've clicked on one of your calls to action inside your platform that says, hey, are you interested in X? And they're like, yes, I am. And now that would trigger. Exactly. The co-sponsoring lender is going to get that engagement, but then the real estate agent's going to be copied on that too. So they never have to worry about something fishy happening with their database under their nose without them knowing about it. Right. It's been very successful. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. So are you finding that you get more uptake like initially from loan officers and then they're bringing in realtors or realtors just coming and finding you guys directly? The former. We prefer, frankly, that it's the lender who is introducing HomeBot to real estate agents because now, you know, they're the messenger. And even Mm -hmm. if those real estate agents don't even use HomeBot, this is a great message to be the messenger around about how they can help them and how they're, you know, on the leading edge of technology to empower consumers and that sort of thing. So absolutely the former where the lender is going to them. And there's a really interesting thing that we're starting to see happen now too. When we first built this for agents, or I should say that lenders can partner with agents on it, we assumed that the lender would only partner with those two or three or four agents that they do business with. And because what we had seen in the industry is, hey, you know, if you're a lender, you partner with a couple of great agents and you're always sort of targeting that top quartile to find another great agent. Yeah. Problem is, is that every lender is targeting that top quartile to get that great agent. And so that's kind of what we assumed going in. But what we have seen in reality is really kind of cool is that lenders now, they are partnering with their top agents, but they're also using this to really sort of carpet bomb and go after all agents because they see this as a way to expand their sphere very efficiently. So maybe it's just a middle producing agent. They can go out with HomeBot and now we see them co-sponsoring with not just three but 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 80, 
you know there's no shortage of agents out there. And as long mm-hmm. as we're sort of creating the right unit economics to make this really low friction for the lender, it's an amazing way for them to actually expand sort of the corpus of their database. Right. I chatted with your tech guy about this, but like, it's almost like everything's built in modules, it seemed like to me. Like there's like each module kind of provides a different snapshot of the data or the data points. Maybe this is not the right question to ask on a podcast, but at some point, is there a possibility to create customized modules? I understand from a software perspective, you don't want to be like, hey, I can't build something unique for like a hundred different clients because that, that doesn't make sense. But I'm just curious about, is that something that you guys have thought about? Absolutely. We were just talking about it yesterday. It's huge. I'll talk about it in two contexts. First of all, yes, we are building and will be building modules that have the ability to be customized for custom products. And really, that's a reflection of the fact that there's a lot of custom product that's coming to industry. Home equity line of credit is a great example. There are so many different type of home equity line of credit products that are emerging. And they're unique in their own little ways for different brands and different associations of lenders. And they want that product to be uniquely presented in HomeBot. And we are absolutely moving down that path to accommodate that. We think that's really important. The other thing that we think is really important is that by allowing that type of customization around custom products, financial products, it also makes your homebot different than his homebot, different than her homebot, different. You know what I'm saying? Right. That yeah. not all homebots are created the same. That same context, and I know this isn't as sexy as custom content around a custom financial product, but we think video is really important too. So we're starting to move down the path to where an individual broker will be able to put video, specific video that they record in all the different content modules for lots of different scenarios. Right. And we think that that video, again, is just another way to create human connection. Because as you know, every loan officer describes and communicates home finance differently. And it repels some people, it attracts other, but that is their brand. That's actually pretty genius, I have to say. That's pretty genius. Because what you can do is help interpret the numbers because you see the data, right? So the, the data is displayed now my trusted expert will say, hey, so you're looking at these numbers, here's what they mean. And I can use my own tone, my own voice, my own examples, metaphors, I love metaphors. So I could see that being very useful from a just making it even more sticky. We're really, really excited about that. You know, the only friction we have to get over really to make that happen is lots of loan officers don't like seeing themselves on camera or doing video. Right. The top producers have gotten over it because they know that they can print cash by simply investing in their brand through video, the engagement with that. But we're really excited to go multi-dimensional with branding on this so that if I gave you a HomeBot and somebody else gave you a HomeBot, you may just like the HomeBot from me because you like the way that I explain things. Right. The way that I interpret the data or help you understand what it means. So that's very good. Yeah. This isn't a wild and crazy visionary idea. That's what happens every day between lenders and clients. They're explaining things and there's biometrics and there's acumen and, you know what I'm saying, the way that you describe these things is really important for the consumer. Yeah, I know. That's fantastic. I love it. So is there any question that you think I should have asked about your platform or what you guys are doing or cooking up? I guess you kind of told me video is where you're moving towards, but anything I should have asked possibly? 
So here's the thing. You know, we have made a name for ourselves with homeowners and this thesis around helping them see their home as an asset and then unlock the value over time. And that's still our wheelhouse. The one thing that we've gotten into pretty aggressively over the last three or four months are buyers and experience for buyers. And I think this is a really interesting space for the lending industry insofar that historically, you sort of punt engagement of buyers over to real estate agents, right? Mm -hmm. Because they've got search and they've got that content. We're investing heavily, though, on new buyer experiences that aren't necessarily transaction-oriented. They're, hey, when to buy, where to buy, tracking interest rates, things that sort of are life cycle things. And I think this is really important, at least this is what we've heard from our customers, is that increasingly lenders, they're investing as much as ever in their real estate relationships, but they also have a parallel track of where they're going direct to consumer, direct to buyer to bring that in. If they're Mm -hmm. going to do that, you have to have a way of nurturing those buyers. And so we're investing heavily on content so that the lender can give HomeBot to a buyer no differently than they would give it to a homeowner. And by doing so now, they can cultivate. Now we see them moving sort of more top of the funnel. So maybe they generate buyer leads for their real estate agents and that sort of thing. So we're excited about that. We also think that it's not just about prospecting. So the real estate industry has sort of created a, sort of a spot market for leads around prequels, you know, prequel, prequel, prequel. Mm-hmm. Every site you go to says prequel, prequel, you know that it's starting to lose its signal. In other words, there's a lot of people that are getting prequel that weren't quite ready to buy. So that means that for the lender, there's an increasing stack of prequels that don't convert. Well, what are you doing with that stack of prequels that didn't convert three months ago, three years ago? Those are leads. Those are leads that are set up for long-term nurture. And so, again, that's just kind of where we're steering the platform to be able to address sort of the other part of the business, which is how do you nurture buyers? How do you nurture those past prequels that just didn't convert for you as well? Right. That's really, really good. I think the program is a genius. So good for you. Thanks, Scott. Currently, though, it's not in Canada, right? Not yet. We hear Canada once a week in our customer support group. We're starting to get really nice cadence around that. We're absolutely going to be coming to Canada. We're very polite. We love coffee and donuts and so and homebot.ai, you know? <laughs> my, my favorite band is from Canada. And actually, I just met Getty Lee like a couple of weeks ago. Who's your favorite band? Rush. Well, you know, okay. not from the college, Rush. high school days. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Where can people find you online? Homebot.ai, which stands for Artificial Intelligence, Augmented Intelligence, www.homebot.ai. If anybody has any questions, you know, I love getting emails too. So feel free to email me, just Ernie, E-R-N-I-E, at homebot.ai. AI. Okay, awesome. Well, hey, I really appreciate you taking the time today to be with us. And I know that our listeners are going to value this conversation and come check out what you're doing. This was great, man. Really good. I'm excited for where you guys are heading. Thanks so much, Scott. I really appreciate you having me. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. This episode is sponsored by Finmo. Finmo is Canada's fastest growing mortgage origination platform. A few quick things we love about Finmo. First, the app is designed with the borrower in mind, which means it's really, really easy for a borrower to use and reduces friction in the mortgage process. Nobody likes friction in mortgages. Second, the document collection is super simple, which means that as the client is filling out the application, it's automatically intelligently figuring out which documents to request and it'll actually automatically request those documents 
for you, which saves you time. Finally, they know that mortgage brokers, we're all unique and that we run our businesses slightly differently. And so they decided to integrate Finmo with Zapier, which means that you can literally connect Finmo to almost any tool or app on the web. And if you don't know what Zapier is, do a quick Google search of it. It is a fantastic tool. We use it all the time in our office. And also to check out Finmo, get a free 30-day pro trial. They have amazing customer support. They'll help you get the ground running. It takes about 20 minutes literally to set this up. Finmo is the skip the dishes of mortgages. Thanks guys for checking out this episode today. 